0: On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast. I'm Paul Stevenson. Thanks, as always, for hitting play. Now today is September the 22nd, and before we celebrate a legend's birthday, let's look at some of the events that happened on this day in rock. Back in 2005, Led Zeppelin legend Jimmy Page was made an honorary citizen of Rio de Janeiro for his work helping local street children. He opened Casa Jimmy in 1998 and has helped over a thousand children, families and young mothers in the region. And on this day in 1985, the first Farm Aid concert was held in Illinois. The lineup on the day included Johnny Cash, Bob Dylan, and John Fogerty. Birthday wise, we wish a happy 64th birthday to the wonder that is Joan Jett, founding member of the Runaways, of course, and then with Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, with whom she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2015. And we're sticking with birthdays for the theme of our main topic today. Yes, born on this day in Saltburn by the sea. That's the full name of the town, Saltburn by the Sea. In 1951 was Mr. David Coverdale himself. The legendary vocalist who's best known for his work with Deep Purple and Whitesnake, of course, and a short-lived collaboration and album with Jimmy Page, let's not forget that, is turning 71 years old today. I was lucky enough to see him on tour with Whitesnake earlier this year, the farewell tour here in the UK, and it's fair to say his voice was struggling somewhat, so it wasn't a big surprise to see him cancel the North American dates. But he didn't pretend about it, he knew about it, but boy, he was ever still the brilliant showman. Now, with me to talk about David's legacy is Nate from the Deep Purple Podcast.
2: What music fan has not fantasised about playing with their favourite band? Or being plucked out of the crowd and put on stage to replace somebody who wasn't able to perform. What music fan hasn't imagined fronting one of the biggest bands in the world? Now imagine you're a young 22-year-old David Coverdale in 1973. You're working in a small clothing shop. And on the side, you're playing small clubs with your band, singing to small crowds. You're looking to audition for new bands, and you see, hey, Deep Purple's looking for a new singer, and arguably at the time they're the biggest band in the world, but you figure, what the hell? They're asking for a demo tape and a headshot, you find a cassette of you drunkenly performing some songs, you send that in with the only photo you have available, which is one of you in your Boy Scout uniform that you get from your mother, and you wait. You don't have to wait too long until you're invited for an audition, and hey, you get the part. You're now the singer and possibly the number one band in the world at the moment. Most people would struggle with that level of fame just falling right into their lap, but David Coverdale doesn't struggle. He gets the job, and uh, within a few months, he's in the studio recording a new album. Then he's out on the road, and just a couple of months after the release of that album, Burn, David Coverdale finds himself on stage in front of what's debated to be either a quarter of a million or half a million people at the California Jam. David Coverdale would do three albums with Deep Purple before splitting off, doing a couple of solo albums, and then, of course, forming Whitesnake. David Coverdale would perform with Whitesnake and record with Whitesnake for a number of years with um, modest success, and then, of course, reaches a point in 1987 with their self-titled White Snake album, where the sales of that album are just about the same level as Machine Head, Deep Purple's best-selling album. They both sold roughly 9 million copies worldwide. David Coverdale became a huge figure internationally, uh, really broke into the United States, and cemented his legacy um, at that point as an absolute rock superstar. People who had been fans all along, it was no surprise to them, and a, a whole new audience of people discovered him and his music. Uh, he was known as being a, an amazing frontman, uh, a great singer, and of course, just a fantastic songwriter, writing some of the biggest hits of the uh, late 80s. With White Snake's uh, future unclear, uh, they're in the middle of a farewell tour that unfortunately had a bunch of dates canceled um david coverdale's live performances are wrapping up um he continues to uh remix and remaster some old tracks and get some old material out there and the evidence is there that he's setting up white snake to continue on without him after he retires today is david coverdale's 71st birthday and he's still a huge figure on the hard rock scene and his legacy is really going to be that of someone who rose up from relative obscurity to becoming one of the biggest rock stars in the world. He has a lot of humility about this and gives a lot of credit to those folks who gave him a chance, but clearly the talent and charisma that he has carried him for uh, nearly 50 years in the music industry and cemented his legacy as one of the greatest front men and songwriters in hard rock. So a happy birthday to David Coverdale. And while his performance career is coming to an end, his legacy will continue
1: on for many years to come. A huge thanks to Nate for that. And if you're a big fan of Deep Purple and all its family members, then you definitely have to check out the Deep Purple podcast that he hosts. A great deep dive into every single aspect of one of the greatest hard rock bands of all time. Go and find it on your podcast app right now. But that's it for September the 22nd. I'll be back tomorrow talking about another big event from this day in the history of rock. But until then, take care.
0: What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Were they shop? Were they shop? Would you kill? Yes. I don't know. My mom is dead. My mom right there. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th.